This is Change for Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. We have another great episode today of Change for Your Dollar, where we have conversations and talk about the blessings and burdens around money and faith and life. I'm your host, John Putnam. Hey, everybody. How are my podcast friends today? Hope you are doing well. Really happy to be with you today. As you probably know, I've spent a lot of time in the financial services world, over two decades, building a clientele, building a financial services practice. I mean, it was hard work, but it was really rewarding work. I had incredible clients, as you could imagine, a talented staff, and we grew. And as we did, as many businesses realize, especially, you know, small ones like mine that were growing, you know, we began to have some cash flow questions. We needed to manage our cash flow better. You know, revenue was a little lumpy sometimes. It came in at different times and different amounts. However, like we all know in our personal lives, the rent I owed, the payroll I promised, and the benefits I provided, well, they sort of all came due every month at the same time. So, like a wise businessman, and after talking to some advisor friends, I decided to set up a business credit line. I didn't need it at the time. I had reserves, but I could see the potential gap as we were going to continue to grow. And in the event that, I don't know, there was a significant dip in revenue, I wanted to make sure that I could weather a storm that may be bigger than my reserves. You know, to honor the rent, the payroll, the benefits, and more. So I called a client who was a banker, shared my situation, talked through the plan, discussed the risks, and I completed the paperwork, got it approved, set up the appointment to sign the papers, and to get it all set up. The banker did his job, went through the paperwork, I signed it, I understood it. However, the banker must have thought my understanding was a lack of seriousness for the credit line. And before I signed the last page, he reminded me, John, you know that if you ever use this credit line, you're going to have to pay the money back. I laughed and paused the spot. I said, yes, sir, I totally understand that requirement. Well, I share that story today to set up our topic, the money moment of borrowing. But before we get too far into this topic, I want to make a few clarifying comments. First, borrowing is an action. However, if the borrowing is not paid off, then debt is a result. If you use borrowing strategically and pay it off before interest is due, you have participated in a money moment. However, if you borrow and do not pay off what you have borrowed and you incur the resulting debt, you are in a very different situation because in any financial model, debt changes the model. What makes this money moment so popular and pervasive is that the tools of borrowing are increasing, making this sensitive money moment much more accessible. Whether it's a credit card, an app that is connected to your credit card, and if you're not very careful, you can tap, swipe, insert, or scan yourself quickly into trouble. 
See, that's the real issue around the money moment of borrowing. It's easy to borrow. It's difficult to repay. Here's a pro tip for you. The further you get away from spending cash, the easier it is to get into trouble. Think about it. If you're going to buy, say, a television that's on sale for $300, it is super easy to swipe or scan a credit card and it's yours. And yet you experienced very little, if any, purchasing angst of what just happened. But think about this. If you had to lay down 15 $20 bills out of your wallet or purse to purchase that same television, your experience, your perspective, the angst you may feel or the resulting perspective would be very different. However, as they say, emotion buys it, but reality pays for it. As I said before, it's easy to borrow, it's difficult to repay. But let's also include other common borrowing models into our conversation, such as a mortgage or borrowing for your business and in some aggressive situations, maybe even to invest. But please do not go down that road without very wise biblical and practical counsel by your side. We may even talk about that specific topic on a future podcast. If that's of interest, let me know. Let me also get one comment out on the table. I am not against credit cards. They are only a tool, yet a potentially dangerous tool if they're not used properly. They have positive characteristics like safety, security, and privacy. The question is this, though. Do you have the fortitude, the mindset, the heart posture to use this tool wisely as a money moment without incurring the potential of the resulting debt? Therefore, if you can use it wisely, I'm not against it. But if you can't use it wisely, then I'm 100% against it. So you need to know yourself. Now, we're going to cover more about that for sure in another podcast. But for now, I want to share three precautions to exercise before entering into any money moment of borrowing, even the simple ones. Precaution number one, motives matter. In its simplest form, a motive is the reason you do something. Sometimes motives are very obvious. Other times, though, motives can be hidden or even obscured, either on purpose to protect ourselves or to hide our true meaning from others or even subconsciously. That's why motives are so important throughout all our money moments, but especially in this delicate and sensitive money moment of borrowing. When I get to share my one-day workshop in churches, you will hear me a few times during the day refer to Proverbs 4.23 that says, Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life. I love that scripture because 
I believe that it's in our heart where our motives live, where our desires reside. And it's from that powerful place that so much of our financial objectives, both positive and negative, result. Now, borrowing is not a sin. It's a choice to use a tool to accomplish an objective. But secrets can be hidden in the motive and the objective. Is it the ease, the convenience, the privacy, or maybe even the security of a credit card, and you have the cash to pay it off immediately? Or is this a lifestyle that you are leading that requires borrowing? to retain its image, its acceptance, or maybe even the applause of others. If you believe or are feeling as you are hearing this, that your borrowing is about your lifestyle, I urge you to talk with your pastor, your advisor, or a trusted friend today and begin your plan moving away from this money moment of borrowing. I will even go as far as for right now that if you do believe that your borrowing is fueling your lifestyle and is causing you an issue and taking you further away from God and creating discord in your life, that you would stop this podcast right now and make the call. And you can come back and listen to the rest another day. Precaution number two, planning confirms. I have met a lot of people over my career who do not like planning. Planning, in its simplest definition, is the process of making a plan. And when it comes to money, it's one of those important tasks that we all need to embrace at some level. People say, well, John, when do I need a financial plan? I said, well, if you have finances, you need a financial plan plan. I believe it's an important part of stewardship. I've seen planning being taken much too lightly, and I've seen it taken much too far. And the real answer lies somewhere in between those two. In Luke 14, 28, it reads, For which of you, desiring to build a tower, does not first sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it? Money by itself can create anxiety and stress. But when planning has not taken place, it greatly increases the potential for your financial discord personally, in your marriage, in your family, and in your business, and sometimes even in the community. You need to plan, especially when it comes to borrowing and how you may or may not choose to to use it in your financial lives. But one extra tip here when it comes to planning around borrowing specifically. If you are married or if you are dealing with a business partner, the use of borrowing in your financial plans should be totally clear to both of you. And both of you should have 100% unity in the decision to borrow or not to borrow. Precaution number three, risk remains. There is always a risk when it comes to borrowing. Even if your motives are pure and your planning confirms, you cannot escape the inherent risk of borrowing. Well, why is that? It's because the future is unknown and borrowing always presumes upon the future. 
I'm going to repeat that. Borrowing always presumes upon the future. And oh, by the way, the future can change on a dime. You've probably heard the old planning adage, plan for the worst and hope for the best. It seems reasonable. However, the definition of worst and best are subjective based on to whom you would ask. I mean, it's a blessing if you have the cash reserves and have the confidence and discipline to use borrowing well, but Scripture even then gives us a stark warning. James 4, 13, 15 shares, Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. Because we do not know what the future holds, even though we often act like we do. I know that I often can act like I know what the future holds. It's a dangerous trap to get into. And if COVID has taught us anything, it's that lesson that the future can change and it will change. And when it comes to the money moment of borrowing, risk is always with you. As I'm closing today, I hope this podcast has helped strengthen your perspective and understanding around the money moment of borrowing. This sensitive, effective, yet risky moment. And like most money moments, this one also has a deep spiritual basis. So I want to invite you to prayerfully consider how you are or may be experiencing the money moment of borrowing personally in your marriage, in your business, or with your friends by remembering the three precautions I shared. Precaution one, your motives matter. Precaution two, your planning confirms. Precaution three, your risk remains. And as you consider this money moment, may your motives honor God, may your planning be thorough, and may your risk be little. You've been listening to Change for Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. Thank you for joining me for Change for Your Dollar where we have real conversations exploring the burdens and blessings around money, faith, and life. For more tools and resources, please visit changeforyourdollar.com. I'm John Putnam. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to being with you again next time.